Section 18G Suicide Prevention. Suicide defined. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention defines suicide as death caused by self directed injurious behavior with an intent to die as a result of the behavior. Suicide demographics. In any given year, roughly 40,000 Americans die by suicide. Almost twice as many as are killed by homicide. The military is not exempt from the problem of suicide. Suicide remains a leading cause of concern and preventable form of death among Air Force personnel. During the last five years, 2011 to 2015, the Air Force lost between 43 and 63 airmen per year to death by suicide. This equates to 12.9 to 20.3 suicides for every 100,000 airmen. The Air National Guard and Air Force Reserve components have lost an average of 25 airmen per year. Additionally, the Air Force has lost an average of 18 civilian employees to death by suicide over the last five years. Within the Air Force, the most common stressors experienced by those who die by suicide are relationship problems, legal problems, mental health problems, financial hardship, and work problems. Air Force data shows that while all age, rank, gender, and ethnic groups are represented, suicide is most common amongst young, junior, enlisted Caucasian males. Effect on the military. When suicide occurs in the Air Force, they may result in a number of serious consequences, which include first and foremost, a preventable loss of human life, second, the grief and loss to the deceased family, friends, co workers, and military community, third, a direct impact on mission capability. Through loss of the deceased skills, experience, and productivity. Dynamics of suicide. The reasons for considering suicide will vary from person to person. All people experience stressors, in example, challenges or problems, and distress, in example, the negative feelings associated with stressors. Research tends to identify that risk for suicide is associated with feeling isolated, not belonging, the belief that the individual is or will become a burden, and an acquired capability both in access to a means to die and overcoming the fear of dying. Other factors associated with suicide are new or worsening stressors, distress, combined with an inability to problem solve or cope. The Air Force promotes and supports airmen who resolve their problems and challenges in healthy, safe, and constructive ways. To that end, the Air Force has developed many resources to help airmen and their families resolve these problems. Airmen must know the importance of recognizing that anyone can become suicidal, regardless of how well they have managed military or personal stress previously. If an airman experiences stressors or problems that overwhelm their ability to cope, it may result in feeling distressed, alone, and a burden to others. This may increase vulnerability and susceptibility to suicide. Protective factors. 
Protective factors are strengths or resources which the individual possesses or practices which enhance resilience and reduce distress. Common protective factors include sense of belonging, good, healthy support from family, friends, and fellow airmen, effective problem-solving skills and coping strategies, Individual's belief that he or she has control over his or her own life and actions. Willingness to seek help early. Focus on the future. Belief things will get better. Lack of access to means to hurt yourself. Cultural, religious, spiritual beliefs that discourage suicide and support self-preservation. Demographic factors are personal and unchangeable by the individual. They include aspects such as gender or age. Common stressors are experiences which may increase risk. They include experiences such as problems in a relationship or legal problems. Risk factors are personal characteristics which reduce resilience or increase susceptibility to illness and suicide. Risk factors include a history of mental illness or use of substances. Warning signs are sudden and signify a person is in distress and requires support. Warning signs include sudden changes such as sleep difficulties or sudden discipline problems. See Figure 18.5 Common Problems Legal Problems being under investigation for a suspected criminal offense is extremely stressful. Legal problems almost always entail some type of career impact and can be cause for administrative action by the Air Force. Military members who face serious legal problems often worry about public disgrace, a very real threat to their careers, their freedom, or their ability to find work if separated from the Air Force. While criminal charges carry realistic consequences, some individuals may begin thinking of the worst possible outcome, whether realistic or not. This increased stress, real or perceived, is why they need more support from their command, unit, and Air Force community, regardless of the crime for which they have been investigated, charged, or convicted. Financial Problems Financial problems can be a stressor and a cause of distress. Alert commanders often recognize this as symptomatic of a possible broader pattern of problems or poor decision-making. Financial problems can also be a symptom of other problems such as gambling or substance misuse addiction. Relationship Problems Relationship problems are the most common stressor type among Air Force members who have died by suicide. An abrupt loss, like a breakup in a romantic relationship, is a frequently seen stressor. A healthy, happy, and supportive relationship can be an important protective factor against many other kinds of stress. When relationships are troubled, they may add to personal stress distress and or make other stressors more challenging to manage. Work and Administrative Problems Work and administrative problems, example, failure to complete tasks, poor performance, or showing up to work late, have been noted in many Air Force suicides. These work-related stressors may be a sign of other problems, example, 
alcohol, or relationship problems, and or they may influence or increase feelings of hopelessness and isolation. Feelings of hopelessness and isolation increase vulnerability and susceptibility to suicide. An airman facing administrative problems, like fitness testing failures, may feel his career and future are at risk. Airmen must be able to identify and understand the seriousness of workplace or administrative problems. Frontline leaders and fellow airmen should understand the challenges that an airman may be experiencing and act to provide support. Mental health problems. Studies in non-military populations have tended to show that up to 90% of individuals dying from suicide have evidence of past mental health problems. This has led to the assumption that mental health problems lead to suicide. While many individuals who die by suicide have a mental health history, the majority of individuals with a mental health history will not attempt or die by suicide. Mental health problems are common among airmen who die by suicide. Despite the difficulty to fully quantify mental health problems among airmen who die by suicide, since airmen may avoid seeking mental health care and or may underreport their symptoms. Most mental health problems treated in the Air Force are not severe, and many mental health visits are related to difficulties with life stresses rather than a serious mental illness. However, individuals with significant mental illness are at an increased risk of suicide. Therefore, Airmen with symptoms of mental illness must understand the importance of seeking help early and complying with their treatment plans. Effective treatments for mental illness are available and can reduce risk of suicide. Facts about Air Force suicides. Planned versus unplanned. Suicides may be unplanned, impulsive, or planned. In unplanned suicides, there may be little or no warning. These may be very difficult to predict or prevent and can be associated with excessive use of alcohol or other substances. In planned suicides, an individual may take the time to plan out the aspects of their death, like updating a will or checking on life insurance. While these are normal activities for most adults to undertake, a pattern of behavior in an airman that indicates he is putting his affairs in order may indicate consideration of suicide. There are often some indicators in either planned or unplanned suicides that can be detected. See the list of risk factors to identify potential changes. Communication of intent. Not every airman who dies by suicide will communicate their intention to end their life. Some may make suicidal statements, example, stating that others would be better off without them, or send text, use voicemails, social media posts, or leave a note. Sometimes suicidal individuals talk about themes of death and suicide without referring to themselves. In other cases, the deceased may not communicate their intent at all. The increase in the use of electronic communications presents another medium for people to communicate suicidal thoughts or intentions, as well as new opportunities for alert airmen to intervene. 
any suicidal remark should be taken very seriously and followed up on. Some people are reluctant to ask a person whether they are having thoughts of suicide because of the fear that they will give someone the idea. Substantial research indicates that this is not the case. The opposite is true. Asking a person if they are having thoughts of suicide may prevent a suicide by getting the person the care they need. Time of year versus unpredictable variability. Statistically, suicide is a rare occurrence. Because of the infrequent, suicides rate in small populations. Example, a major command, very quite randomly. This often leads people to try to find factors like time of year to explain rises and dips in rate. One such myth is that suicide is more common during the holidays, when people may feel more alone and isolated. This is not true. Personal factors like the ones described above are much more important. Vigilance must be maintained year-round. Changes in behavior versus no change in behavior. A common myth is that once an airman has made the decision to die by suicide, they may appear calm, as if all their problems have been resolved. This may be true for some, but not all. Airmen need to be observant for any sudden changes in behavior or attitude in their fellow airman. These changes should be attended to in a supportive manner to ensure the individual is not considering suicide. Self-injurious behavior and suicide attempts. Self-injurious behavior, in example, cutting, burning, is any behavior that intentionally causes harm to the individual, regardless of the severity of the injury. A suicide attempt is a behavior whose intent is to end the individual's life, regardless of the outcome. Any self-injury or suicide attempt should be treated as serious as the severity of injury is not an accurate indicator of the person's potential risk or intent. These injuries warrant immediate medical and command attention and should be addressed and reported without delay. Every Airman's Responsibilities in the Air Force, each airman has the responsibility to identify and support other airmen, regular Air Force, Air National Guard, Air Force Reserve, civilians, and family members, in times of need. Each airman must be aware of the following. 1. Command is available and trained to provide support to airmen in need or those attempting to support their airmen. 2. The Air Force established numerous resources aimed at resolving problems and stressors. Airmen can access these resources through chaplains, medical services, or command leadership. 3. Airmen can access counseling through Military One Source, 1-800-342-9647, as well as Military Family Life Counselors. And four, national resources like the Military Crisis Line, 1-800-273-8233, press 1. Early identification combined with proactive problem-solving enhance careers. Early intervention increases the probability of success and is most likely to save a life. 
Similarly, this helps maintain the balance promoted through the four domains of comprehensive airman fitness, social, mental, physical, and spiritual. There are a number of identifiable risk factors and warning signs. These may include 1. Multiple stressors or an intense stressor, sudden mood or behavior changes. 2. Giving away personal effects. And 3. Making statements about suicide, suggesting it would be better if the individual were not alive. Safety is increased when an at-risk airman has limited access to means of self-harm, example, firearms or potentially dangerous medications. Command and legal should be part of this process. Any sudden purchase of lethal means can be a very significant warning sign that should be questioned and reported. The people most likely to spot a person at risk for suicide are the ones who interact with that person on a daily basis. Example, friends, co-workers, or immediate supervisors. These individuals are best positioned to notice changes in an at-risk airman's behavior, mood, and performance. Engage with that person, find out what caused the observed changes, assist in choosing resources to resolve stressors, and communicate concerns with the chain of command as appropriate. Know your resources and encourage appropriate help-seeking from installation and other support agencies to resolve the challenges. Challenges and stressors are a normal part of each person's life. You are encouraged to engage with fellow airmen and know how they generally look and behave. When you notice there is a problem, assist your fellow airman in finding help to resolve the challenge early. Military Leadership Role in Preventing Suicide While suicide prevention is the ultimate responsibility of every airman, the Air Force has identified that leadership support and action across the levels of command are critical to the goal of reducing suicide in the Air Force. The Air Force Suicide Prevention Program is based on leadership action. Leaders at all levels are responsible for implementing this program. Successful risk identification rests with the airman's most immediate associates and his or her first-line supervisors who see and interact with them on a daily basis and are in a position to see any changes in behavior or performance that may signal a problem. Open communication between airmen and their supervisors, especially in an environment where there is genuine concern for everyone's well-being, is vitally important. Frontline supervisors have tremendous and complex responsibilities in our high-ops tempo Air Force, executing the mission and taking care of their subordinates. Effective training and strong leadership can enhance the support that an airman will receive. Some factors that can challenge effective supervision are 1. Tunnel vision on the mission to the exclusion of subordinate needs. 2. Not being engaged with their airmen. 3. Difficulty recognizing risk factors and warning signs. 4. Lack of knowledge of Air Force-supported resources and the true impact of seeking help on an Air Force career. And 5 
inappropriately protecting the airman from the consequences of their actions or failing to take proper action. Some examples of inappropriate supervisor actions are supervisors telling subordinates to avoid seeking mental health assistance as this will hurt their career, helping subordinates hide alcohol and drug misuse problems, promoting the avoidance of installation helping services, and possible safe and constructive resolution of problems. The majority of the time, seeking help appropriately does not have long-term negative career impact. In fact, seeking help can improve performance and enable people to better solve problems. Supervisors should engage in problems early to ensure subordinates get the help they need to maintain peak performance. When risk is identified, appropriate professional resources can be obtained and applied to the problem. The Air Force has invested in the development of outstanding helping resources whose purpose is to support individuals in distress, leaders in enhancing safety, promoting balance in the four domains of comprehensive airmen fitness, and preventing suicide. Appropriate intervention will vary depending on the nature of the problem and degree of risk. Sometimes situations require services from multiple support agencies. Example, mental health, airman and family readiness and chaplains, etc. The Airman's Guide for Assisting Personnel in Distress provides resources to help supervisors and airmen guide personnel to appropriate helping agencies and is available at airforcemedicine.af.mil slash airman's guide. Actions to Mitigate Suicide Risk While not every suicide can be prevented, definite steps can be taken by Air Force personnel to reduce risk in Air Force populations. The following actions can be taken to support airmen in resolving life's challenges and reducing the number of suicides. 1. Knowing your coworkers, their usual mood and behaviors, and how they are functioning. 2. Being able to recognize early signs of risk, stress, and distress. 3. Engaging with airmen to determine what may be stressful or problematic. 4. Assisting airmen with choosing the most appropriate resource to help resolve the problem. And 5. Following up with airmen to ensure the stressors are resolving and new ones are not taking their place. Psychological Services Mental health services are designed to be a force multiplier in the Air Force. Seeking care for a mental health problem is a sign of strength and increases the likelihood of recovery while reducing risk for suicide. More than 12% of Air Force personnel voluntarily seek mental health services each year. At the installation level, mental health clinic staff members typically perform a risk assessment on all individuals who come in for services, as well as screen for suicide at follow-up appointments. The services and treatment provided at mental health clinics play an important role in suicide prevention, but the healthcare system does not own the problem and can only act if aware of the problem. This means individuals at risk must either seek help themselves or be brought into the healthcare system by others. 
Suicide prevention is the responsibility of the entire Air Force community. A common fear is that seeking care at the mental health clinic will have negative impact on the person's career. A 2006 study, Rowan A.B. and Campis R.L. 2006, reviewing more than 1,000 self-referred mental health cases, found that in 89% of cases, there was no contact at all between the mental health clinic and the patient's unit. In 97% of cases, there was no negative impact on career. Confidentiality is governed by AFI 44-172, Mental Health. Mental health providers are required by DODI 6490.08 Command Notification Requirements to Dispel Stigma in Providing Mental Health Care to Service Members to Disclose Safety, for example, suicidal or violent thoughts, and fitness for duty issues to commanders. But all other information is private. For more information on the limitations of confidentiality, see DODI 6490.08. Willingness to seek help when needed is a sign of good judgment and strength. In an effort to promote help-seeking by airmen who are experiencing legal or administrative problems, the Air Force instituted the Limited Privilege Suicide Prevention Program in accordance with AFI 44-172. This program allows airmen who are under investigation to receive mental health care without risk of further incriminating themselves. Air Force Suicide Prevention Program the Air Force Suicide Prevention Program is an evidence-based approach which requires that all personnel take an active role in reducing suicide. Suicide Prevention Program's History In May 1996, General Thomas S. Moorman, Air Force Vice Commander, commissioned an integrated product team composed of all functional areas of the Air Force, he requested General Charles H. Rodman, Air Force Surgeon General, chair the 75-member committee and develop suicide prevention strategies. The Suicide Prevention Integrated Product Team quickly realized suicide was not a medical problem, but instead was a community problem. To establish an effective program, they designed a line program owned by the Chief of Staff of the Air Force, with the Air Force Surgeon General as the Office of Primary Responsibility. The program was founded upon the concept that decreasing suicides required a community, public health approach, in which prevention and assistance were offered long before someone became suicidal. Air Force Suicide Prevention Summit in 2015, in response to a concern about rising suicide rates, the Air Force convened a Suicide Prevention Summit, bringing together subject matter experts from DOD, the military services, federal agencies, including the National Institute for Mental Health and Centers for Disease Control, and academic researchers and theorists, to address the issue of suicide in the Air Force and move the program forward. Based on the recommendations of the summit, six interconnected suicide prevention lines of effort were identified, 
and six corresponding working groups were formed under oversight of the Air Force Integrated Delivery System and Community Action Information Board. These lines of efforts included 1. Integrate Prevention 2. Strengthen Airman Culture 3. Leverage Strength-Based Communication 4. Enhance Civilian Support Services 5. Targeted Resilience Outreach and 6. Improve Medical Care of At-Risk Airmen The 11 elements were retained as the core of the program, while a wide range of initiatives were established and executed under the Lines of Effort Framework to enhance the effectiveness of suicide prevention. Air Force Suicide Prevention Program Elements In order to combat suicide, the Suicide Prevention Integrated Product Team developed and implemented 11 overlapping initiatives or elements, as published in AFI 90-505, Suicide Prevention Program. These 11 initiatives are designed to foster an airman culture under commander-led action groups, which can be grouped into three broad categories. Leadership and Community Leadership Involvement, Unit-Based Preventative Services, Airman Culture, Suicide Event Tracking and Analysis, Post-Suicide Response, Postvention, Integrated Delivery System, Community Action Information Board, and Commander's Consultation Assessment Tool. Education Addressing suicide prevention through professional military education, guidelines for commanders, use of mental health services. Protection for those under investigation. The Investigative Interview Policy and Limited Privilege Suicide Prevention Program. The Investigative Interview Policy directs that following any investigative interview, the Air Force investigators, example, Air Force Office of Special Investigations, Inspector General, Security Forces, and Equal Employment Opportunity, must hand off the accused directly to the member's commander or first sergeant through person-to-person documented contact. Limited Privilege Suicide Prevention Program is available to those who are under investigation or have been formally charged with a crime. This protection allows individuals at risk of suicide to access mental health services with confidentiality of what is discussed during that time that the individual is deemed to be at risk. Intervention Model Suicide prevention is everyone's responsibility. For effective suicide prevention, we need to create a culture that encourages early help-seeking behavior and develop a community that provides assistance long before someone becomes suicidal. The model listed below was developed to assist airmen in intervening when an airman is experiencing stress, distress, and challenges. The Ask, Care, and Escort, ACE, model. To facilitate personal engagement in suicide prevention, the Air Force has developed the acronym ACE to help people remember the key steps. Ask. When you see or hear any of the warning signs discussed in this section 
or are aware of risk factors in someone's life. Ask questions to learn more about the person's problems or concerns. If you have any concerns about someone's safety, calmly but directly ask the question, are you thinking of killing, hurting yourself? Asking about suicide gives people permission to talk about a subject that may otherwise be difficult to bring up and lets the airmen know you're ready to discuss what they are experiencing. Do not promise to keep thoughts of suicide a secret. Airmen need to remember the importance of sharing these concerns with command and professionals who can help the person. Care. Showing care and concern for those at risk is important. Simply taking the time to ask about problems and asking specifically about suicide shows caring and concern. If someone acknowledges thoughts of suicide, listen to them and allow them to share what is troubling them. Avoid making judgmental statements such as, you wouldn't do something so stupid, or immediately trying to solve their problem or talk them out of suicide. If they have shared thoughts of suicide with you, accept that they are in distress, listen to their concerns, and begin the process of getting them help. You should also identify if they have a plan for suicide, what the plan is, and attempt to remove anything that might be used for self-harm, such as weapons or medications. First, understand there are many potential means for self-harm and recommend you take reasonable steps to secure the potential means of suicide while not putting yourself in harm's way. If you are not able to secure the potential means of self-harm, or you have significant concern about the individual's safety, then command and emergency services needs to be contacted. Escort. After asking about suicide and showing concern, the final step is to escort the person to command or a professional support agency that can provide appropriate assistance. Do not leave him or her alone or send the person alone to a chaplain or mental health clinic as he or she may change his or her mind on the way. At most bases, chaplains and mental health professionals are on call through the command post, and evaluations can be conducted in local emergency rooms if on-base services are not accessible. If an airman reveals that he or she is thinking about suicide, this is a life-or-death emergency, and command must be contacted, if a distressed airman will not agree to go with you, you should contact your chain of command or emergency services for help to ensure the person's safety. Understanding the appropriate steps to suicide risk prevention and the available Air Force-approved resources can aid in saving the career and life of a fellow airman. Engage the airman to understand the problem. Utilize leadership to support safety and good decision-making. In non-crisis situations, utilize resources such as chaplain services, military family life counselors, or military one source. If an airman is in crisis, utilize emergency services, including Air Force, local civilian or national resources, 911, emergency room, Mental Health Clinic or Military Crisis Line, 1-800-273-8255, to provide professional support to an airman in distress.